Welcome to the Media Cynic. This is your host, Dave Wallace, the Department of Virginia's Media Communications Chair. We are back for the third installment of this podcast, and I again want to thank my Media Communications Committee members and the many Legion family members across our great country and beyond who have either shared our first two episodes, listened to them, and either personally emailed, direct message, or posted support for this podcasting adventure that is well underway. Currently, between two episodes, we've got an average of 38 plays. Not bad considering we're just starting out, and this is a new communication format to many of our Legion family members. But I do hope that those who have never listened to a podcast will be encouraged to at least make an effort to try it out. Today's episode will be a little different, not by title, but mainly because there isn't a guest today. It isn't necessarily that the topic is too controversial, but many didn't want to take the chance of putting their name to the topic. So what I read and read and discuss will be mostly anonymous feedback, and that's okay. Let me be your voice. I'm not going to say anything outlandish or outrageous. I know better, and everything we do on here may have some passionate viewpoints, but they will always be respectful and open-minded talking points. One can simply agree to disagree, yet my hope is to still walk away, hopefully, with taking a step back and understanding the why on the other side of the fence to that point of view. In the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, one of the habits states, seek first to understand and then be understood. It's the art of being an empathic listener. Without going much further into it or getting any further off topic, let's just take a deep breath and begin today's episode. Today's episode was actually an inspirational piece I saw on Facebook. Right around the time frame, I decided to create this podcast, and I was searching far and wide for topics that stretched uh, across the internet, whether it was Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just to be inspired by different topics that our fellow Legion family members were passionate about. This one in particular came from Mick Sopchik uh, from uh, Department of California. He's the ALR writer, state president, and a Marine veteran. I would encourage you to follow him on Facebook and read his How Do You Legion postings. That's Mike Sopchik, and his last name is spelled S-O-B-C-Z-A-K. And let me correct myself, it's Mick Sopchik, M-I-C-K, last name S-O-B-C-Z-A-K. And I apologize, Mick, uh, my handwriting. So... Let me go further and start talking about his initial talking points on this How Do You Legion posting. Mick started out by stating, and I'll paraphrase a bit, Sometimes you need to talk about uncomfortable topics, topics which need to be addressed, but instead are talked about behind the backs of other Legionnaires. Today's topic is pen and cap chasers. Are you a pen chaser or hat rack? Are you doing things to feed your ego? Do you do things so people can look at you? Social media feeds egos. Are you using social media for you or to help others? You have a choice. Well, I'll stop there with this first talking point and introduction of the topic. Why don't we look in the mirror and ask yourself, you know, ask yourself those questions first and foremost. I think everyone has a bit of an ego. Many of us are natural type A's, but it's how we present ourselves, make that first impression, discuss things to people. Those are the things that we need to be paying closer attention to. Are you saying, I did this or I did that, instead of, we did this or we did that? 
there is no I in team, right? When Mick made the additional point of doing things so people can look at you, basically he's saying, look at me. I did this and I wouldn't have happened without, uh, this wouldn't have happened without my help. Maybe it wasn't to that degree, but as my grandfather used to say, watch out for your humble brags. If you're not quite sure of what a humble brag is, it is basically when you usually consciously try to get away with bragging about yourself by couching it in a phony show of humility. As Mick went on to say uh, in this first point, watch out for it on social media. That is actually one of the biggest ways people these days are doing so of humble bragging or showing off and sometimes without even knowing it because it becomes second nature to them. It's okay, no worries, we're all guilty. Heck, I'm guilty of it by association at times. It's natural because you feel proud of that accomplish, proud of successful event or moment that took place, and you feel so good you want to share it to everybody, and that's great. But what makes it an issue in getting to the topic is it's being done to try and showcase yourself to look good for some position. Uh, you know, maybe you're doing it, some people out there, they're doing it for some position within your post, unit, squadron, or chapter to get ahead. Um, you know, some people do those humble brags where they're talking about their children, and that's just wonderful. You know, your kids are your life. You're doing that. But when we're, what I'm trying to focus in on, and I believe what Nick is trying to focus in on, is when you're doing this, and it's all about all those Legion activities and everything, sometimes it's the way you deliver things. Sometimes it's the way that you uh, post and share things um, where it looks and almost has a perception of it's all about you. Sometimes it's in the sharing uh, content at the top. Um, are you careful of how you're writing uh, when you're doing that share? Is it in a sense where it's coming out with uh, different uh, uh, subject matter where you're having your name pop up all the time? Um, I, like I said before, instead of we or what our post did, things like that. That's something that, you know, you want to pay close attention to. Maybe you haven't uh, had somebody talk to you about it before. Um, but, you know, give yourself a temperature check. Look at that. Um, it's easy to fall into it. And, you know, probably nine times out of ten, it wasn't meant that way. But I think we all need to take a step back, look at our postings, you know, maybe look at it a second time before you hit post. And make sure that it doesn't come off that way because we don't want anybody to think that you're being braggadocious. We want you to think that you're doing it out of the goodness of what we're doing, what our organization is all about, our organization of giving back, our organization of uh, supporting and helping those veterans. And that is fantastic. Uh, you know, I love seeing all the posts out there on Facebook from all the different departments, all the wonderful things. It, to me, it inspires uh, myself personally, uh, to go back and talk to fellow legionnaires uh, within my department, within my post, within my district. Hey, I saw this on Facebook. What do you think? Would you like to try this? There's nothing better. And the best thing of um, uh, replicating someone's effort uh, into another thing, you know, to me, that's, that's just uh, admiration of another person. And we're all here to do things for our veterans. Um, but you know, that, I think Mick, what he's getting to and what many see across the organization, we know it's there. And yes, we do need to actually work and show how we perform, like I said. But 
let's go back to the delivery. You know, my thought process is kind of like the field of dreams analogy. If you build it, they will come. Just do the work and good things will happen. The joy I personally have had over the years of being engaged in meeting communications, even before it was known by that term, public affairs, was that I got to be behind the lens, behind the camera, or be the reporter for the story. I purposely asked for any recognition received to be put in my inbox and you know, just send me a thank you to the presenter. For me, it's a job I do, and if recognition happens, it does. That's nice. I just don't like being the spotlight, and that's just me. That doesn't mean that, you know, uh, when somebody wants to recognize you, you should shy away from, but, you know, there's a humility behind it. And um, there's some that, from uh, what I'm reading uh, with what Mick's talking about, there is no humility there. There is, uh, this is all about me. And they want to stand out there, and they're, they're talking about it, and this is what I did. And that's taken away from the actual event itself. So, you know, another, and I think that's enough on, on that part. And hopefully I have kind of talked a little bit about it uh, to, to get you to understand. Another point, point that uh, Mick drove home was a pen only means something if you give it meaning. Did you earn your AOEI, your American Legion Extension Institute, your lead? your department college, or national college pen for you. Or, so you could share this knowledge with other Legion family members and potential members. Did you do it for that reason? Did you go to uh, National Legion College for the whole purpose of going back and sharing the knowledge that you learned? Sharing the knowledge you learned if you if your department has a... Legion College or Leadership College, um, the LEADS course, which is basically uh, our version of being able to teach programs about the American Legion and actually being known as an instructor for your de- respective department, or the basic course, the ALEI. Did you take that so you could take away some of those special nuggets and be able to help uh, put things together to... So when you're talking about somebody about the American Legion, that you're able to share some known facts that you know about. You know, whether it's talking about the creation of the GI Bill, uh, talking about the four pillars that we fall under, um, all the different things that you can learn just on the basic foundational ALEI course, uh, our basic training course that we call it now. Um, Those are the type of things that um, I would say, are you doing it for the right reason? Did you do all of that just to add all those different things on the side of your cap? Or did you do it so you could uh, give back to those uh, to the next generation of Legionnaires? Um, you know, hoping there's not a hidden motive behind this. Um, and did you do it in general, like I said, to be that true Legion family member? One of Mick's followers even stated, I know many people from all three families who do it for notoriety, and it makes me very angry. Think about this point, and do you know something like, do you know someone like that? Do you know someone like that in your post, your squadron, your unit, your, uh, your detachment, um, your chapter? You know, this is going across all spectrums of our Legion family. Do you know somebody like that? 
that's indeed in it for their notoriety. Or maybe it's actually meant in good faith, and maybe, just maybe, you know, think on the other side of the fence. Maybe it's just a delivery. Maybe the delivery provides a false perception of them. And you, out there, I think you need to be that mentor, going up to that individual, and in a kind way, a proactive way, saying, hey, I know you probably didn't mean it this way, but, you know, I'm listening to you speak, uh, listen to you project, and I'd like to give you some little constructive criticism. You know, you do that, you be the good comrade that you are, that devotion and mutual healthiness, and it goes a long way. And maybe we can create some of the perception out there uh, for potentially somebody that's doing such a good thing and they just haven't been told something like that. Uh, so, you know, I, th- I think that's a, a good approach. I think that's something that a lot of us need to do. And um, it's okay. You know, I wouldn't call it uh, the next generation of Legionnaires. Not all of them do that, but I'm sure that there's some of them out there that may. And I'm not afraid to go up to uh, one of my fellow comrades and say that. I've had it happen to me. Um, and I didn't know. I wasn't aware. And I never meant anything by it, just like what I said. And it just happened to be one particular uh, event. And that actually changed me. It actually changed my thought process. And I'm so thankful for having such strong mentors who were, who knew that I didn't mean it like that. But they wanted to make sure that I didn't project myself like that. And I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm not afraid to talk about past uh, mistakes that I've made uh, in leadership roles uh, in my early years as the American Legion. Heck, I'm still learning now, and I make mistakes, and I'm okay with that. But for every mistake, I'm learning from, and hopefully you do too. A third point really hit the mark uh, from what Mick said. Do you wear a cap of a different color? As Mick stated, a cap only means something if you wear it to help others. Regardless of what you wear, you will always go back to the blue cap, the cap of our founders. This is who you are. If you approach your duties as a blue cap legionnaire, you will be successful. If you do it for notoriety, you are setting yourself up for failure. You have a choice. One of our legion family members stated, the beret cap, pin, patch, they're all symbols of who our organization is, but if we're not actively supporting and implementing the mission, They are meaningless. I wear mine with pride knowing that I'm an active participant in that mission. Never forget the basics, the very foundation. If you instill within yourself the core foundation of what our great organization is about, remembering the four pillars and the meaning behind the preamble of our Constitution, you can't go wrong. Are you a part of this organization to help veterans? Whether you're helping with a VA claim, volunteering at a local VA hospital, or taking part in a special ceremony, do you approach your volunteerism with the humble servitude that it deserves? For those that do move higher in leadership, are they someone you can look up to and see them in a positive light? Know the great work they have done and that they have that devotion to mutual healthiness aura about them. I wholeheartedly agree with Mick. When he stated, when I see someone wearing a certain pin or cap, I hold them to a higher standard. Maybe that's right, maybe it's wrong. They made a choice, and the choice should always be what is best for the American Legion, not the individual. 
I can break it down even further. When I see someone that pen or cap, I have different expectations from them. To me, it means I should be able to come to them and learn from them. I don't know about any of you, but I'm always trying to learn something new about the Legion. Whether it's surfing the internet to learn what another department or local post is doing from a Facebook post, or maybe hearing about it first in the Legion magazine. We can all learn from each other, but if that person who's wearing that leadership pen or hat isn't emulating themselves as that and not in mentor-coach mode, then they need to step aside and allow someone else who can. As we move closer toward our centennial celebration and start the next 100 years of our great organization, we need the next generation of Legionnaires to not just step up into leadership roles. We need them to lead from the front as well as all of our seasoned Legionnaires who are filling the roles now and in the future to keep. As Mick profoundly stated, keep that blue cap mentality. One Legion family member provided this comment. I agree 100%. I was having this very conversation yesterday, but it was a little deeper. You know that my wife and I wear many hats, and believe me, when I say there are times we would love to just be a blue cap, we don't wear them for the notoriety, even though at times it does help keep you going. We do it because we can and because it must be done. It's the belief that what we do is right and good and that drives our passion. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope and pray we have so many more of these exact Legion family members who have this mindset. You know who you are if you are listening, and I appreciate the work that you do for our organization. Another person spoke about this topic and said, So many do what they do for that pat on the back, wanting another feather to strut around like a peacock. Not saying the task they do is not part of the cause, but there's a whole lot more to be taken care of than just the small groups that don't want to participate in the betterment of the post, the Legion. The ones that sit back and don't want to help because it will make someone else look good, it can become a festering cancer. We made the choice to join this organization. Hopefully these words from today's episode will hit home and we can come together to make our Legion, that vision, what we want it to be. Be the example of the change you want to see. The color of your cap does not make you a leader. Your attitude does. Never forget your roots. Never forget where you came from, where you always return. You're a Blue Cap Legionnaire. Well, this concludes today's podcast, and I hope you picked up a few extra nuggets from the discussion today. I would like to thank all the podcast platforms that have picked up the Media Cynic. Most importantly, I want to thank again each and every one of you who are listening. This podcast airs new episodes every Saturday, so please tune in and enjoy. The Midwinter Conference is one week away, and I look forward to meeting and speaking with a few Legion family members who have stated they would like to be a guest on this podcast. I guess I'll be a bit busy the next couple days writing episode drafts for them and taping a few episodes over the course of the next four day, of those four days that I'm there. I'm also pleased to announce today that National Commander Brett Reistad has agreed to be interviewed for this podcast, and currently his guest appearance is slated two weeks from today on March 2nd. Stay tuned for confirmation, but he will definitely be a future guest. Our next episode, airing on Saturday, February 23rd, will be with Bill Fiesemeyer, Department of Virginia's Finance Officer, who will speak about the Law Enforcement Officer of the Year and First Responders of the Year program, along with the Department of Virginia's Youth Cadet Law Enforcement Program. On a sad note, I would also like to add uh, at today's taping, uh, today, February 15th, uh, World War II veteran and B-29 navigator Tony Dzerski, who was 
past uh, Springfield Post 176 commander, past 17th District Commander for the Department of Virginia. He passed away today. Um, my condolences to the family. Tony was uh, a great mentor, friend to many. Uh, he was my installing officer uh, when I became a post commander at Post 176. So a lot of great memories there. Uh, and again, you know, rest in peace, Tony. Please follow the Department of Virginia's Facebook page for announcements of future episodes and guest appearances. In addition, if you'd like to learn more on best tips and practices pertaining to all things media, please follow the Virginia American Legion Media Association Facebook page as well. Again, you know, we, in closing, I do want to thank you. Uh, this has been a great experience. And may each of you have a great week. And for God and country, this is the Media Cynic signing off. Thank you.